0: It's the California Wine Country Podcast with Steve Jackson and Dan Berger. We taste, we laugh, we learn. It is California Wine Country brought to you by Bottle Barn, Rodney Strong Vineyards, Davis Bynum Wines, and the Petaluma Gap. They're doing their big Wind to Wine Festival coming up a week from Saturday, August 13th. The Petaluma Gap Wine Growers are going to be pouring all their wines to celebrate the upcoming harvest. Petaluma Gap has become such a huge deal in Sonoma County. Dan, run it down for everyone.
1: It's racing to the front as one of the favored wine regions in this entire county. I mean, Everybody knows about Alexander Valley and Russian River Valley and all these other places, but Petaluma Gap, which is just a fairly new appellation, has just taken over. It, it's, like, it's like a steamroller because everything they make is really so exciting. And not only is it good... But it's distinctive, and that's the most important thing—the distinctive character. And a lot of that has
0: to do with the cold weather. Yeah, that's absolutely. why they're uh, yeah. calling it the Wind to Wine Festival, uh, August thirteenth. And uh, joining us on the show is Kevin Bersofsky from Montaigne Russe Wines. How you doing? I finally got it right, didn't I? You are close, Montaigne. Oh, I thought you, I thought Mantegna. you meant my last name, but that was yes. <laughs> Well, how would you pronounce your last name? You did
2: it perfectly. Okay. Better than my mom.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Welcome. Uh, Randy Bennett from Sojourn Sellers is going to join us in a a few minutes uh, on the phone or the Skype, whatever we can uh, figure out here.
3: We'll call him in a bit. Yes, we will. After we've talked to Kevin for a while.
0: Now, again, Kevin, go ahead and uh, outline what's happening here for the wind to wine festival again august 13th it's the petaluma gap of wine growers a celebration
2: really it is yeah so uh what we're doing is we're getting uh 25 wineries together that all make wine out of the petaluma gap right and uh, it's a region that really showcases Pinot Noir, Chardonnay, a little Syrah, and a smattering of Pinot Gris, Riesling, uh, Gewurz, and some other small, smaller players. Um, and you're going to taste uh, some small producers that you're most likely not going to see anywhere else you're not going to find most of these wines on store shelves Uh, i hope we all eventually get on store shelves but at this point in time uh we're all just you know making our bones in the petaluma gap and you're going to taste some fantastic uh growers and winemakers next saturday and i
0: love this there's going to be a story room and winemakers will be sharing their uh, interesting winemaking tales and such uh and it again is all happening a week from saturday the 13th and it's at uh well, I screwed up the name of this uh, place as well recently doing a commercial, but uh, Gambolini. it. Gambolini. Gambonini, yep. Gambonini, of course. You're Italian. And I will continue to screw it up. <laughs> uh, okay, and where is that facility, that venue? And, uh, I mean, just fill everyone in <clears throat> because uh, they're going to want to go to this.
2: I knew you were going to ask me that question. I was really going to plug it into Google Maps because uh, the last event we had there, I was actually sick. So I, 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 do, I do know it is off of Old Lakeville Road. There you uh, go. Old, so
3: Old Lakeville
2: Road number three. Number three. That's actually very important because there's a one, two, three, and four. Yes. Yes. So don't go to one, two, or four. Go to number three. <laughs> uh, you can go to PetalumaGap.com and find out
0: all the info for this uh, wonderful event. Dan, talk a little more about
1: the Petaluma Gap. And, and it's only been an AVA for, what, five years? Uh, four, I believe. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's a wonderful region because in the midst of all of this climate change that we're having, this is still one of the coolest regions in America. And the reason is uh, it's up against the Pacific Ocean. You've got the Bodega Bay is where the wind begins to come in off the coast, and then it kind of makes a kind of a crescent-shaped arch that pushes that wind all the way through the Petaluma Gap and then all the way down to uh, San Pablo Bay. So basically, you're, about two-thirds of that wind is blanketing the, uh, the Petaluma Gap. Some of that wind is actually not in the gap, but it's in places where you don't want to plant any grapes because they wouldn't ripen anyhow. So, <laughs> But basically, it is a cold region. And it's really special that it was carved out of the Sonoma Coast, because Sonoma Coast was such an amorphous thing. It was just wildly inconsistent from place to place to place. And finally, they got together, these great winemakers, and got together, and they settled on the Appalachian's boundaries, and it really works. It's brilliant. It's just, some of these wines are fabulous. Yeah, I know. And
0: we've talked about this on this show before with you and such and others, uh, but... Get a little deeper into what makes the Petaluma Gap and the wind and the cold, you know, uh, well, making these wines so special. I mean, how, how does that work?
1: Wind to wine is is probably best, uh, the best name you could use because the word cold doesn't really answer the question about what's going on in the Petaluma Gap. Right. It's the wind that counts. It's really the wind. The right, wind can right. be strong, but it can be higher in temperature and still do the same thing. Basically, the heavy the, – the winds slows down the maturity of the vines because it, it closes the stomates on the – back. I mean, this is way too technical, but anyway. So you don't want <laughs> no, to I'm into not that. throwing a geek alert yet. All right. So, well, go ahead. The, the, the backside of the leaves of the vines have pores in them. They're called stomates, and they, they are they, – where, it's where the, the vine respires. If, if the wind is too strong – the um, evaporation out of the vine is so powerful that the vine literally shuts down and photosynthesis begins to slow down and stop. Is that correct? Close enough. Close enough. <laughs> okay. So basically, there will be a quiz at yeah. the end of this segment. So basically, nothing happens, and you don't want that. What you want is slowing of maturity, so that the vines can, the grapes can stay on the vine longer for more flavor.
0: Right. Okay. Uh, And, uh, Kevin, talk more about the event coming up on August 13th. Uh, There's so many. What did you say, 25 wineries?
2: 25 wineries. um. And it's some of the greatest wineries we have in Sonoma County, in my opinion. Well, I mean, we're going to be there, so I, I, would, I would like to think we're in that group. But that's pretty self-serving. Uh, but that's fine, yeah, fair enough. Um, that's what this show is all about, exactly. yeah, yeah. So uh, no, I, everything I,
0: think, I do on this show is self-serving. So go ahead. I think
2: if you'd see sarcasm through the microphone, you'd get it, but no one can. Um, you know, there's going to be food. Uh, we're going to have the story corner, which you're going to hear my story, which is a fairly interesting one to tell because it involves alcohol, tobacco, and firearms. Um, the alcohol the alcohol portion, not the tobacco and firearms. Um, you're, I, I believe you're going to be able to hug a cow. Um, and take a picture. Uh, I've never been that close to a cow, so I'm pretty excited. I believe the fire department's going to be there showcasing because everyone knows what's been going on in uh, Northern California the last few years. So it's going to be a really fun event. And then anyone who purchases a VIP ticket get in an hour early and i believe all the wineries are going to be pouring something special something library something borrowed something blue i don't know it's something like that i just got married so um, but yeah so we're going to have a, an early hour so get your vip tickets and you're going to get in and get some one on one time getting to meet the winemakers is always a really fun time because a lot you go on a store shelf you don't get to meet the winemaker here you get the story straight sure. from the cow's mouth or <laughs> <laughs> again the cow. don't go there <laughs> i won't
3: how do folks get tickets to this event
2: that is a really really good question so you go on to the petaluma gap website uh click on the de- the menu go to the win and wine event and there should be a link right there
0: there you go so yep petaluma uh gonna be great food and a lot of fun and uh general admission begins at 2 p.m And there's a VIP entry that begins at 1 p.m. And if you go to PetalumaGap.com, you can figure out how to become a vip and and everything else
1: and if you decide you're going to stay after make sure you bring a jacket because it does get cool out there is it going to get
3: windy at the wind to wine Festival? We, <laughs> we assume so okay, okay. <laughs> i'm not a, i'm not
1: a meteorologist
0: well, montagna russe is italian for russian mountains which means roller coaster and uh kevin you mentioned that out in the green room
2: montagna russe montagna russa the russians brought the carnival to paris in the 1800s and the french just took it literally and they called roller coasters russian mountains
0: why are you pointing at that it. <laughs> <laughs> she's pointing at my wine glass and i couldn't figure out why and then she said i'm pointing at it because i love it in fact what are we loving
2: yes let's talk about this this wine yeah so um and, and i think anna keller might be on in upcoming weeks i don't know but uh, i make the wine over at keller estate uh right off of old lakeville highway um and this is grapes. These are grapes from their property, 2019 La Cruz Chardonnay. Um, I think the Petaluma Gap, I, I, we've talked ad nauseum about Pinot Noir and Chardonnay, but because of that wind the cool temperatures, we get these super long hang times. So you end up getting Chardonnays that are both rich. But with copious amounts of acid at the same time, and oh man, which is which is just the holy grail of winemaking. How do you get rich, expressive wines with good acids? Oh, this is wonderful. And uh, by the way, copious
0: acid playing tonight at Hop Monk in Novato, <laughs> one of my favorite that. bands. <laughs>
1: I have to do that every week yeah, for, just for, for Dan. <laughs> yeah, I just do it for Dan. It Dan, your
3: thoughts on what we're enjoying?
1: Well, the secret to the wine, I think, is the acidity that uh, uh, Kevin was talking about. I think uh, <clears throat> after you smelled it and you smell it, it's rich and it's got all, all these wonderful uh, aromatics of uh, baked, uh, baked Alaska, uh, things that are uh, uh, sort of a lemon curd and other things, then in the aftertaste... You expect that it's going to be really soft, and it's really made for food. It's, I, you it, know, I, I, I
0: was going to say that. I mean, the uh, the finish is so incredible. And Arom- now I'm really hungry. Aromatics of baked Alaska. Uh, Friday night at Hotmart. <laughs> I, I thought that was the forecast for Alaska <laughs> next week, but. <laughs>
1: Well, I don't know. It's just something came to my mind. Well, what does baked Alaska
3: smell like? This wine. Oh, okay. Now I got it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I
2: think there's some carm- there's some caramel flavors on here. That, that, that now yeah, I get it. That, that okay. caramelization of the okay. sugars. I'm an extra pastry chef. Okay, uh, I, get so, that. okay. Yeah, I get that. Yeah,
1: <laughs> he saved my butt. Yeah, there you go.
2: Dan trying to be all hoity toity. <laughs>
0: Hoity-toity. Hoity-toity, Saturday <laughs> night
4: <in Hottmark.
3: laughs> at that's, that's a professional term. They're <laughs> playing with Baked Alaska. <laughs>
0: <laughs> These are all great band names, by the way, for you musicians who are know, you're starting a new a project. Name, yeah, yeah, I mean, I, uh,
1: Not very good names for wineries, though.
0: So, I, the, uh, Kevin,
2: talk about the history of Montaña. Bruce. okay so here I, I cut me off when the story gets too long but simply put I was okay making, thanks for coming in awesome <laughs> perfect s- s- i teed that one up pretty, pretty <laughs> nice yeah, i appreciate it yeah uh so mid-2000s i move up from la uh i'm an east coast guy so la wasn't working for me move up here start making wine in my garage and one barrel becomes two barrels, becomes four barrels, becomes six, become eight. And all of a sudden, in 2013, I tried to make 13 barrels of wine in my garage. It was a really high-end garage. Um, yeah. But my neighbor uh, took uh, umbrage with three words I told him. Um, one of the words was worse than the other two. And he called... Alcohol, tobacco, and firearms on me. Oh my god! So I came home for lunch one day and walking my puppy German Shepherd, and three three Chevy Impalas pull up, unmarked cars, and it, it's the ATF, it's Alcohol Beverage Control, Napa District Attorney.
0: Good lord!
2: Yeah, and those at the lunch. My lunch hour went a little longer than it was planning to go. Is he still and a neighbor? He, three to seven I, years. I moved. I moved. <laughs> I, I would have moved. Too. I, I moved. Um, <laughs> I now live in Marin. This is up in St. Helena. And basically, bottom line is, they told me I was making too much wine in my garage. So I hired a lawyer, which is completely ridiculous for a home winemaker to do. And we fought it for six months and we cut a plea deal. I poured four barrels on the ground of the 12. Promised to never, it happened. the, The ATF agent watched me do it. And I promised never to make wine in my garage again. So, and then my. Friends put some money in the pot, and we launched Montaigneurus in 2015.
0: It is California wine country, brought to you by Bottle Barn, Rodney Strong Vineyards, Davis Bynum Wines, and the Petaluma Gap. In partnership with the Alexander Valley Film Society, Rodney Strong Vineyards is hosting a series of summer movies at the winery. You can take a midweek break, bring your blankets or beach chairs, grab some popcorn, and of course some... Great Rodney Strong wines and settle in on the green and watch some great movies. Rodney Strong Vineyards committed a community since 1959. It is uh, California wine country. We're talking about the big event coming up August 13th. The Petaluma uh, Gap wine growers are presenting Wind to Wine, a big festival with 25 different Petaluma Gap wineries, and they're all just wonderful. Go to uh, PetalumaGap.com to get all the info. Joining us right now from Sojourn Cellars is Randy Bennett. Hi, Randy. Hi there. Thanks for being with us. Thanks for having me. So give us a a little history about Sojourn Cellars in the Petaluma Gap.
4: Sojourn Cellars, we've been producing wines from the Petaluma Gap since 2004. So starting with our very first Pinot Noir from uh, the San Giacomo Roberts Road Vineyard. And we still produce that wine. It's been one of our showcase wines. We started making Pinot Noir from Gap's Crown Vineyard in 2007. And we're one of the first ones to, to produce a single vineyard wine from that vineyard. So we've been we've been involved making wines from the Gap for uh, for quite a while now.
0: Before it was an actual AVA, obviously. Yeah,
4: long before. <laughs> First, let's
0: talk about the shard from Sojourn.
1: It's a younger wine than uh, Kevin's wine. It's uh, it's a year younger. And because of that, it's bright and fruity. It doesn't have quite as much of the complexity of uh, time and barrel. Not yet. Not yet. But, but it a, will. A y- yeah, about a year from now, maybe two, the wine is going to really pick up. And the reason f- that I know that is the acid, the aftertaste in this is just perfect um, it the, the ideal situation that you have here, you can buy the wine and drink it now, but if you put it away for a couple of years you really will be rewarded. This stuff's really, really got some exciting future for it.
0: Two hours in the uh two years. Yeah, I know, but two, two hours, hours, hours. Two in years the in the
1: decanter? <laughs> two years. Well <laughs> <laughs> depends on your size of your decanter.
0: <laughs> no, I mean My it, whole you know, home don't is don't a decanter. get personal, Dan. <laughs> 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 but, I mean, you know, you, how much time you, have. <laughs> you also mention uh, often that, like, maybe two hours in the decanter yeah, for this, if, it's going to help, oh, yeah, two at, years yeah. in the cellar would do. Two years
1: in the cellar, but two hours in a decanter, if you splash it around pretty aggressively, you'll begin to see a little of what two years will give you. It's not going to be the same thing, but it gives you a little bit I – mean, it, it opens the wine up, but gives it a little bit more personality – I've actually known of people who, so help me, I'm not joking, put it in a
2: Cuisinart.
1: (laughs) Seriously. Have you heard about this, Kevin?
2: Uh, With some shallots and uh, uh, (laughs) a Cuisinart.
1: Yeah, well, getting plenty of air into a wine is... Well, helpful. sure. That's the point.
2: <laughs> I, I, I don't advocate
0: that.
1: Well, that's... I don't. I just said I heard of it.
0: Uh, yeah. Randy Bennett, Sojourn Cellars. Kevin,
4: talk him down. <laughs>
2: I, 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 I'm pulling the Cuisinart away from him right now. All right. We're talking
0: about the Chardonnay from Sojourn. Uh, what year is this? 21. It's a 21. Well, it yeah. is young, well, there, okay, of course. 20. I think it's a 20. Is
4: it 20? The Chardonnay is a 2020. 2020. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And uh, actually, I agree 100% with uh, decanning the white. And I think that people don't decant their white wines uh, as often as they should uh, when they're younger. I think that that's a, that's a good piece of advice for your uh, listeners because uh, it makes a big difference uh, when the wine's young.
3: Where do you stand on cuisinart your wine?
4: <laughs> <laughs> don't recommend it. Maybe, I didn't, uh, I didn't recommend it. I just Mike said I heard Friday. it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, Randy, uh, you guys are going to be part of the Wind to Wine Festival coming up a week from Saturday, August 13th. It's the Petaluma Gap wine growers pouring their wines and celebrating the upcoming harvest. And so many great wines are going to be involved, including Sojourn. Uh, I
4: don't know.
3: Randy, what will you be pouring at the festival?
4: Yeah, so we're we're pretty, uh, pretty excited. I mean, a, a couple things. We're going to have this Chardonnay. Uh, The 2020, which is our San Giacomo Vineyard Chardonnay from uh, Roberts Road Vineyards that I mentioned before that we make Pinot from as well. And um, we're going to be then showcasing some 21 vintage Pinot Noir's that are actually going to be samples right out of tank. Um, We didn't make a lot of Pinot Noir in 2020, so uh, we wanted to showcase our 21 vintage early. And it kind of worked out perfectly timing-wise because we're just getting ready to bottle them. And uh, one of the wines we're gonna we're gonna showcase is our Petaluma Gap Pinot Noir blend. So it's a blend of about four different vineyards in the Petaluma Gap. Um, and kind of really our intent with that is to really show off the ABA and, and what uh what you know what it can do and what Pinot Noir, you know, tastes like from the gap.
1: It's very exciting to know that you're going to serve uh, uh, tank samples because it's really not wine at that stage, but most people don't, never have the opportunity to try it. And at that stage, if you walk in and try these wines at that point, you'll realize that it's not wine. It's really sort of a grape-juicy, alcoholic beverage. It's not really something to drink. It's just basically to try, put it in your mouth, swirl it around, and find a spit cup. It's Because it's really interesting, but it really isn't wine yet. I mean... You could drink it. I well, guess.
4: This, these are our twenty-one vintage. You know, so these are like just about the bottle. So you're, I think you're thinking of like if it was this this harvest year twenty-two. Yeah, well, um, where it was yeah. partially fermented. <laughs> yeah, but this is, these, these wines have already uh, you know been barrel aged for ten months. Um, and uh, well, I, I think it's or, exciting
1: you know, to try them at that stage because it gives you a real personality of the of the place they came from.
4: Yeah, it is so. So it's uh, we're, we're pretty happy, or pretty excited to be able to like showcase um, the Pedal in the Gap blend, and then also the other wine uh, that we have in studio there is our 21 vintage uh, Gap's Crown single vineyard Pinot Noir. We're going to showcase that as well, um, and then actually for the for those that uh, decide to, to purchase the VIP tickets, we're going to we're going to have a little special bonus of a n- brand new single vineyard Pinot Noir from the Pedal in the Gap. It's a vineyard that's newer called Nightwing which sits about 1,200 feet elevation there, um, up high in the Petaluma
1: Gap. Right in the teeth of the wind.
0: I yeah. noticed Dan is tasting a, I'm assuming that's a Pinot Noir. Is that from yeah. Montagna or from Sorgen- That's
1: actually the 21 Sojourn, and uh, that says uh, Gap's Crown Vineyard right on the front label, and it's a absolutely delicious wine. It's got real Gap's Crown personality. You know, this is a smell that when, when you smell Gap's Crown Pinot Noir, you know that it's not from some other region. You can't always say that it's from Gap's Crown, but it's definitely a Gap's Crown-style wine. And, and Gap's Crown is one of the best vineyards. What is it, about 85 acres thereabouts uh, in uh, yep. the Petaluma Gap? It's, it's, it's a really good vineyard.
3: I know we're talking about the Win to Wine Gap Festival, but I'd like both of you guys to share how folks can come and visit you at your individual wineries, and we'll start with you, Randy.
4: Yeah, so um, Sojourn, we have a a small little by-appointment tasting room. We call it the Sojourn Tasting Salon. It's kind of a a little bungalow right off the plaza in the town of Sonoma, so it's just off the southeast corner, Cool. uh, 141, 141 East Napa Street. And um, it's, it's an old you know, bungalow from the 50s that we've converted. So you can, we basically sit down at a, like a living room style table, taste the wines in a, in a side-by-side format where you can taste multiple single vineyard wines uh, side-by-side and taste through our Chardonnay Pinot Noir. And then we also make a little Cabernet Sauvignon that you can try as well.
3: And again, that's by reservation only, so folks need to go to your website at SojournSellers.com. Kevin, how about you?
2: I maybe went to the dark side and we went up to Healdsburg for our first tasting room. Sorry about Petaluma, but uh, uh, we're at the new Bacchus Landing. Uh, It's about a third to a half mile off the uh, Healdsburg Square. Uh, Bacchus Landing is so cool. Yeah, it's a pretty fun time. Come visit us. We're in Suite 101. There's five tasting suites there, but we've got 3,000 indoor, 3,000 outdoor, no, 1,500 outdoor. That's a lot of space, actually. Wow, it's like it's a mansion. We're open Thursday (laughs) to Monday. I'm not there normally. I Got a, a wife and a dog and a cat, but uh, Whitney will be there and come taste. We do about seven or eight different wines from the Petaluma Gap up there, and then you'll across the way you'll see Dan Costa at his new place, uh, also a Petaluma Gap uh, winemaker.
0: We love Dan,
2: yeah, yeah. Uh, Dan's a character, um, love him. And so, but there's five other tasting rooms there, so spend the day, grab a pizza, and uh, camp out. And your website. Uh, ruse r-u-s-s-e wines dot com because no one can spell montagna i can't even pronounce, or pronounce it. it or yeah. pronounce <laughs> it yeah maybe a tactical error uh, <laughs> kevin
0: bersofsky from montagna ruse wines and randy bennett from sojourn cellars dan what are you tasting now
1: well, i got the 21 uh 2019 no 2019 uh, montagna ruse uh, Pinot Noir, which uh, says Sonoma Coast on it, but it's really Petaluma Gap. But it's it, the label's going to change. But, Busted. But 19 is really now. Here's a, here's an, a great example of how age takes over. In a little bit of time, just an extra year or two, this wine has already a, a developed a kind of a personality of bur- Burgundy, and it's not Burgundy in the in the funky style. It's real fresh and clean. And it has beautiful presence. And I would suggest that another two to three years, and this is going to be brilliant, because right now it's already delicious wine, but it just, it just needs a little teeny bit more time. Or put it into a decanter for two hours. It's really delicious.
0: It's the Petaluma Gap Wine Growers holding a big uh, wind-to-wine festival coming up Saturday, August 13th.
1: Can I say one more thing about that? You can
0: <laughs> say as much as you want.
3: For
1: the, three minutes. Th- the, the event, the event <laughs> is going to be a lot of fun. But it's or gonna, two hours. Or, for t- we're t- going <laughs> to decant Dan Berger for <laughs> two hours. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a dryer for my clothes. All right. So the thing about that event that people will not understand until they get in it, and then, so that's what I'm telling you now in advance, is that it's not all Pinot Noir and Chardonnay. In fact... There'll be some interesting wines there that nobody has ever even heard of before. You're going to find a little Riesling, you're going to find a little bit of uh, Gewürztraminer, you'll find a little bit of Rosé, and you may you may even find a Blaufränkisch.
0: I'm possible. sorry. Can you say that on the radio? You, you, can,
1: you can say that on the radio. <laughs> but there actually there are a lot of people in the Petaluma Gap who are actually planting. Some very unusual grape Fridays. In fact, I think uh, next week we have on the show uh, Al and Lisa Brayton from Thirty Seven Wines, and they make they have twelve different grape Fridays planted on their property in the Petaluma Gap, and it's fascinating to try these wines. They've got Syrah, and they've got things Vermentio. like what? Vermentino. Ver, yeah, Vermentino and <laughs> stuff. I mean, it's very very interesting. So when when you go to the Winter Wine. Event, you're going to find a number of producers bringing some of these unusual varieties. Beautiful. And that's really exciting because that's, that's w- really what the cold climate brings to you. It gives you opportunity to plant other things.
2: We, we should also mention that tickets are getting low at this point. So we are we are going to sell this event out, so get your tickets this week. We are going to cut it off at 300 participants, so get them quick. Uh, I want to thank Kevin Bersofsky, Randy Bennett from
0: Sojourn Sellers. Randy, thanks so much for taking the time. Thank you. All right. That is California Wine Country, brought to you by Bottle Barn, Rodney Strong Vineyards, Davis Bynum Wines, and the Petaluma Gap.